Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On that next play, uh, and then, you know, he went 39 yards for the touch. And from that point on, man, it, it gave us a big momentum boost. And, um, uh, yeah, it, it, history from there, you know? <laughs> completely agree on Juwan Jennings. I thought he completely gave them a jolt of energy. He was blocking um, safeties and stuff when the plays are getting finished. As you know, safeties try to come in and blast linemen, or they try to blast your mm-hmm. running back. And, and Jennings is always in the in the mix with people. On that play, it was like a little drag to, to Kittle. Kittle gets upfield, and like the, the, the stadium, it felt like, was getting energized when, right. when Kittle touched the ball. And to see Jennings, at least on my couch, to see Jennings Finish that block in the sideline. I'm with him. Like yeah. I was going crazy. I was like, "Let's go, Jawan." Jawan Jennings is a physical beast, man. What a niner he's become, huh? <laughs> what a 49er he's become. He's had some memorable moments. This playoff game. What about yep. Week 18 against the Rams? Yes. And a big catch in that Rams game on third down in the NFC title game, which led the Niners to a touchdown and go up 17-7 in that football game. Jawan Jennings quietly has had. A lot of playoff moments in his young career. He has. He's had a few more than Brendan Ayuk. I'm still waiting on Brendan Ayuk to explode here. And obviously, he was visibly frustrated with some of the passes that Brock Purdy didn't throw to him. There was one in particular on third down in the third quarter where he just totally wiped his guy out and had six, seven yards of separation, which is wide open in a game like that. And Purdy just airmailed it like 10 yards behind him. Um, And then he made a really nice vice grip catch on the short underneath pass where Purdy threw it at his ankles. Ayuk made a really nice play there. But the biggest play from Ayuk yesterday was the diving play over the middle. That was I mean that Third that's down. the best catch of his career given the you know the magnitude of the moment. Third down, no doubt about it. Third down, a big quick sled there, no room to operate. Great catch by Ayuk. Guy on nice his throw. Back. Nice throw by Purdy to get it. That was the only spot he could throw it. And he threw it there. And Ayuk caught it. Big time first down there in the final possession. So 888-957-9570. We're breaking down the win. And I will say this. I stand corrected. Detroit's run defense has been a lot better this season. They're actually number two in the league when it comes to rush yards per game given up. They give up just under 88 yards per game on the ground. Niners is third in the league, giving up 92 mm-hmm. yards on the ground per game. Chicago right there, number one with 86 yards per game. So, look, running the ball, I still believe the Niners should be able to run the ball against Detroit. But, boy, they are so physical on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Something we'll break down all week long here on the morning. Rose Ryan and San Bernardino, Bernardino, San Bernardino, excuse me, home of the San Bernardino Wolverines Junior College Program. Very good <laughs> basketball team. I did not know that. that. Ryan, what's I happening? I did not know that. Hey, my dudes, miss you guys, man. Happy Victory Monday. What's up? Hey, my friends, uh, just some quick rapid fire here. Um, the I love our fan base because they're so right about our D-line. Like, you watched Hutchinson yesterday. He was hounding everything. Bosa, 
it's always a chip here, a chip there. It's like we just need you to step up, bro. I know your effort's high, but step it up. Gregory never makes any plays, like never. Uh, Chase Young, king of getting close, but not making the set. It's true. Talk about Debo. If he plays this week, I hope they just use him as a decoy. And if they do that, I hope he runs full speed on those motions so people actually think he's getting the ball. Uh, Greenlaw, everyone's talking about get down, get down, but the dude had two picks in the playoff game. I think that's really huge. Uh, Purdy, first ever. Like, we were 0-30 down 7 going into the fourth. What he did, I don't know if it's quite as good as what David Lombardi said. Like, it was his Montana moment. But, damn, if he didn't have his moment, we're sitting at home. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, Ambry, Ambry Thomas deserves a little bit of grace. He had a bad game, but I feel like he had a great season and he has a track record a couple years ago at the Rams game, just making a big play in big moments. And honestly, Lenore made the biggest hit on the quarterback all day yesterday when he pushed uh, Love out of bounds. That was the first time I felt like Love even knew that there was a defense out there. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, uh, Gibbs. He's a problem, not just him, but the fact that Ben Johnson is scheming up those plays. Like, we really got to come locked in and ready to play. But, God, uh, we're right on the brink, man. Right on the brink. Right on the brink. Right on the brink. You know, it's uh, the D-line. Today isn't the day to go full crazy on this. But you and I have had this conversation. Personally, if this is the last we see of the wide nine, I wouldn't be mad at that. Because I'm kind of... It makes me angry watching teams just gash us in the run game. And and that hasn't been the case the entirety of the time. But it feels like whether it's the personnel fitting the scheme, the scheme not fitting the modern game, I don't know what it is. But I, I'm open to some new ideas on the defensive line to open things up. I, I don't think this was a great year for Bosa for a variety of reasons. But if you want to maximize your money with him, like they got to they got to change it up. And to spend I, the amount of money they spent on Hargrave and Armstead. Now Hargrave did have a, a, a really nice pressure at one point in the game on a third down to cause a field goal attempt for Green Bay but like it's just it's not enough bang for the buck well, for me when it's, when it comes to the Y9 I mean the Niners just gave up a 100 yard rusher for the first time in 51 games they've been blowing teams out though they have but still they shut down the run early and they make teams one dimensional that's part of football teams have struggled running the ball against the 49ers now, as a team there's been some games there have been some outliers where teams, they haven't given up a single 100-yard yeah. rusher, but running backs by committee, like, quarterbacks, like, they'll get their yards. Like, like Arizona, Like the Cleveland oh, yeah. game. Good, 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 Arizona good, good, good. averaged like seven yards a carry yeah. in that football game. I'm thinking to myself, man, what the hell is going on? The point is, Bosa and that defensive line, at some point it just becomes about pride. Are you going to allow yourself to get blocked? Are you going to fight through the blocks? Are you going to fight through a chip? Are you going to contain on the outside? You're going to get after the quarterback. If your power move's not working, what about your speed moves? What about your swim moves? Can I get a what stunt? about some studs? And, and I don't know what's going on with this defensive line, but that is a concerning, concerning issue. Even if they get past Detroit, you can't get pressure on Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. You're going to get cooked and blown out of the football field. He uh, Bosa blew up one tight end on a run play where he had a tackle for loss. But like I, I just in that game in particular, and maybe I'm just super focused on Bosa, and maybe I'm maybe I'm not being fair. But I don't see T.J. Watt getting blasted by wide receivers as much as Bosa. How are you unaware that they're chipping you yeah, over and I, over I and mean, over again? I mean, this was he's got to move it up a little, or they got to move him around. And he, he went to the left side. I saw him on the right side. 
side. I mean, he moved around a little in terms of what Andy was on, but like mm. not knowing that he's going to get stood up by a by a running uh, wide receiver yeah, in a run game. I, I don't know. It was, I, I don't know what's I going frustrated. on. With this. I don't know what's going on with this defensive line. Now the defense again, bit, but they, they didn't break. Right? They bent, 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 didn't break, didn't give up a point in the fourth quarter. They get credit for that. They get credit for the two interceptions. They get credit for not allowing Green Bay to just walk into the red zone and score touchdowns yeah. on the first two possessions. But overall, something's amiss with this defensive line, and it's a trickle-down effect. We always talk about it with the Golden State Warriors, right? You blew the number two pick with James Wiseman, and who the hell knows if James Wiseman's ever going to be a good player. But it doesn't work out. And not having that number two pick on your team now contributing is hurting the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Joey Bart, not you know, developing as a catcher or as a yes. cleanup hitter for the Giants yeah. is hurting the Giants right now. Now, you got to move on. But basically what I'm getting at to is the trickle-down effect from drafting Solomon Thomas and then trading DeForest Buckner. And then you keep reinvesting in the defensive line, whether it's Javon Hargrave, whether it's a first-round pick for Javon Killaw, whether it's trading for Trace Young, whether it's trading for Randy Gregory, whether it's signing day off the street <laughs> in the last month of the season. The trickle-down effect of whiffing on defensive linemen it's reared its ugly head again yeah. in 2024. And right now, this defensive line, I like Chase Young, I remember after the first game, he played Jacksonville. Everybody's ready to pay Chase Young. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. Let me see it. Is this defense, like this year, has this been uh, one of the best Shanahan defenses during his run? No, it's not. Okay. But but this was a year where the Niners' offense needed to pick up this okay. defense, okay. and they did it for the most part. And at the end of the day, the defense only gives up 17 points a game. Ooh, I just think, no, I no, I agree with that. I just, when you're paying 40 to 45% of your salary cap on D-line, I need more output. Yeah. I think it's where, I, it's, it's where I'm where. Oh, there's no this. doubt. The most defensive right? line, in, uh, defensive it's, line, did somebody brought up D.J. Jones losing him. D.J. Jones, DJ is, Jones a is a big loss. D.J. Jones was a huge loss. You haven't replaced him yet. So it's compromised. Well, yeah, he's banged up with the foot and the knee, and that's not he good. He was huffing and puffing early in that game, and I was like, because he hasn't played in so long. And then, like, you know, Kinlaw had a moment here and there, but he gets pushed around a lot, too. That's a problem going against Detroit because Detroit will run the oh, football. Their offensive line is legit. I yeah. thought the Packers' offensive line did a really good job. They I did. thought Love had good feel for the pocket as well. So this defensive line, man, they, that's my biggest concern. Not the quarterback, not the head coach. It's the defensive line getting pressure after the quarterback and stopping the run. Let's go to uh, Kells in North Carolina. Kells, what's happening? What's going on, guys? What's what up, Kells? Not much. Just to address the defensive thing, it's not what I called about, but I from my observation, it's definitely we don't have the speed on the edges and the aggression isn't there. We haven't been dogs in a few games, you know what I'm saying? So that's my immediate observation of the defensive line. We need some dogs, and maybe it's because we've been off for like a month or they've been off for like maybe three weeks or whatever, but that's what I noticed yesterday. No speed, no aggression. But as far as what I called out, called about was Purdy. Like I was a Trey Lance guy at the beginning of the year, but what I noticed that, you know, Purdy doesn't have the measurables. Hands aren't big. He's not the biggest guy. In rain, he does. He doesn't do as well. But there was one moment in the game right before McCaffrey's forty-yard touchdown. He's always aware and present. Warner was about to go in motion right when the clock was running out, and he looked at him. He said, "Stay there, stay there, stay there." And I noticed that immediately. You could hear it over the microphone. Warner stopped, and he was able to get the ball off in time. Otherwise, that would have been a delay of game. Next, or that. Zach play went for a forty yard touchdown. Stuff like that is where like Purdy has that a lot of our uh, former quarterback did not have just awareness right. and presence in the game. Even if he's not physically there and doing it in the game because he doesn't have those tools to do that, he's always present. 
which gives me hope with the team. For me, this is this is part of the process with us. You know, what I'm saying as far as you know, we've we've had the losses before. This time it was them dropping interceptions. Last right. year or a few years back, it was Tart dropping the interceptions. It's true. I think this is just a process. It's a full circle thing. We're going to be get to, get to play Detroit. I think it's full circle back when Harbaugh had the Harbaugh shake game when we <laughs> first started turning turning the season around, leading up to these good teams we've had more recently. Then we'll get a chance, hopefully, in the Super Bowl to revenge one of our losses, either against Kansas City or Baltimore. Yeah. So I think this is just kind of destiny. I'm optimistic about what's going on. I think we'll have a way better outing next week with no rain going on. And uh, I think it's supposed to be sunny next week, right? Yep. yep. I hope it does rain, though. I, I don't care. Let's we'll get it rain. out of the way. Yeah, it's just rain. Oh, my God. Football, we can't play in the rain. Like, no, God, it's, the game is played in the elements. So yeah, it makes it sound so soft. But, but they're, like on the Purdy thing, he was a roller coaster uh, on he Saturday was. night. But the mental fortitude to stay calm, and if you see the juxtaposition between him and Jordan Love on the final couple of possessions, you know, Jordan Love panicked on that first down play. There's no other way to put it. He made a really bad decision trying to do too much, and... Look, whether whether you could say Purdy's teardrop to Jennings was a lucky throw, a good throw, a great throw, bad anticipation, unfortunate, great play by Jennings, it worked. Okay? And his two throws, the one to Jennings, the little dump off to, to, to Jennings earlier and Kittle earlier, the throw to Ayuk. I mean, he had some big-time throws, and he could have easily folded mentally given how rough that game was. We haven't even talked enough about the rollout throw to George Kittle in the first quarter. Yeah, that was huge. That touchdown pass, that was a dive right when the Niners needed it to take a 7-3 lead. Uh, Here's what Purdy, he was asked about what was clicking on the final drive of the game for the 49ers. At the end of the day, I think I was just able to go through progressions and get to the check down efficiently and, and move the chains and, and stay up rather than get behind. Obviously, we got to a third down. B.A. was clutch on it and made a great play, and you need that throughout a drive. But you know, I think early on in the game, there was just moments where you know the check down was there, and, and I'm missing, I was missing the check downs. And so their defense did a good job with playing soft, you know, keeping everything in front of them, sort of taking away our shots and stuff. And as a quarterback, man, you got to be efficient and, and hit the check downs. And so at the end, I was able to do that. Um, O-line did a great job. Boys did a great job in getting open, and we found a way. And then George Kittle, very interesting yeah, here. Really he interesting. broke down this year's team versus 2019. Take a listen. Winning's fun. Being able to win in adversity when things aren't going your way, uh, it's something you have to learn as a team. And if you look back at this season compared to like 2019, like 2019, every single game that we played kind of seemed like it was like the stress was as high as possible. We had to figure out how to win every single game. Something bad would happen and we still figure out how to win. This season it was we basically blew everybody out and then the close games we didn't win. And so it was like, okay, well, what a better time to learn how to win a gritty game than in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, just a little bit of stress here and there for everybody. That's George Kittle. Did you see the, the outfit he was wearing? I did. I did. I, I just, I'm just, I could never even attempt to look at an outfit, let alone try an outfit on like that. Why not? Somebody some in his swagger. camp's got to tell him. Doc. You got some swagger? You got some swagger. The Canadian Shasky? tuxedo? Come on. Shasky, the jeans. You can't pull that off? This is not the, the no limit cash money records hey. of the early 2000s. Jean top, jean bottom. I'm fashionable. I, I don't know. I thought that outfit was, was a lot. <laughs> Good for George Kittle that he could pull it off. I couldn't even look at it. Brianna in Detroit thinks it's a, it's a lot. Sorry, it was in a, sliding the DMs to did, say hi. Did anyone see it? Am I tripping? Uh, I guess I'm the only one who saw it. No, no, okay. we saw it. I, it was I don't just, mind it. It was a lot. Um, uh, I'm a little, I, I was a little in shock. <laughs> I mean, look, all these guys, they wear outfits. And I I'm know. Just like, I, wow. You're right. You're all right. across the league, man. I just think, damn, buddy can buy you a lot, man. Buddy buys these dudes some things, and buddy can cover it over. Cover it up. I mean, 
<laughs> some guys could pull it off, man. Some guys could pull it off. Let's go to uh, James in Santa Rosa. James, what's happening? <laughs> James, I don't know. Right. Good morning, fellas. What's I up? I just want to bring up the vibes uh, of this show because uh, I, I just feel like we have one of the greatest comebacks in 49ers history and nobody's even happy about it. It's like I'm starting to understand. Like, I'm not saying that we are, but I'm starting to understand why they're calling us the whiners because we just all I hear is complaining about the, the game. And man, I, I feel like I'm feeling really happy, feeling good, and I feel like the Packers were I had underrated them. What, so what are we? What have we complained about today, James and Santa Rosa? Because I, I don't know. I just last hour I just went off saying it's surviving events, and I'm not apologizing for playoff wins. So I don't know. What, we're, uh, we're breaking I'm, down the game, I'm, but we're not complaining about a win. Trust me. I was more talking about Chasky. Oh, well, call him out there. Don't, yeah, don't, don't hey, hey, Doug, Doug, so you watched that, that game. Don't you call just, me out. You were thrilled. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on, James and Santa Rosa. To call out Chasky. Yeah. Stall me out here. Don't throw me in that same boat. Let me guess. Are you 25? No. So you were thrilled? Actually... I wasn't thrilled, but I also want to be positive and like I feel like we played as bad as we could possibly play, and I feel like we're we were the number the one the seed. We kicked the crap out of everyone. We had three weeks off. We were <laughs> ten point favorites, and that game was crazy. Yeah, excuse me for being emotional. That's how I watched the Niners. Uh, newsflash, Bonte. Not sure if you know this. This team <laughs> drives me insane. That's why I love it. Okay, and my relationship with it is irrationally emotional. Okay, for all you people like, I'm just so happy at a, that I want to win the Super Bowl. Okay, this isn't the first iteration of the. Shanahan era. We have knocked on the door and knocked on the door, and I'm so thankful and happy that we're here. <laughs> but my God, there's an ultimate goal here, all right? And if you play like you did, and I'm glad we won because we just move on, but like if you play like that again, like we, we escaped by the skin of right. our teeth here. That's all I'm saying. I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> That's how we talk. That's how we, we experience sports. Jason. And anybody who experiences it differently, well, good for you for being more rational. That's not how I consume it. James, the floor is yours again. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm not here trying to hate or anything. I'm just trying to bring positive. Like, I'm trying to make us, you know, bring up your, uh, bring down your anxiety a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> keep I going, like James. Keep cooking. If you think about it from this way, if you, if you keep looking about it this way, we played as horrible as we could. Everyone played bad. Everyone had mistakes. Devo went out. It has all the hard, hallmarks of a 49er heartbreak. I've had my heart broken so many times. How many games like that have we lost mm. in the playoffs? Mm, James, you're making a lot of sense. Where we were 10-point favorites <laughs> and the number one seed hey, with listen, a month off? Hey, listen, all I ask. Only one, 1987. All I ask from here on out. <laughs> if you have a problem with Shasky or me, just call us out. Don't lump us yeah, together. If you're going to come at the king, just come. And if you're going to come for the squire over here, just come. Just call out Shasky. Just call him out. I'm here, and I wear my emotions <laughs> on my sleeve, and I'm not going to be apologetic no. about it. Brock Purdy was a roller coaster he on Saturday. No, no, seriously. I'm, not, I, like, I, Listen, I'm, I'm just I... telling you through my prism, I was up, I was down, I was losing it, I was at Anybody who consumes sports, like, I'm just sitting back, I'm just watching. Brock was fine. Like, at the end, it was great. Thank God we won. I woke up the next day and go, I cannot believe they won that well, game. No, I, I did. That's all I, I kept thinking. That over and over. I can't believe they won that game. I said that over and over yesterday. I can't believe they won the football game. I couldn't believe it walking out. I can't believe it this morning. But we're here. 
They're going to the NFC title game for the fourth time in five years. However, I sent out a tweet yesterday because this is true. And I don't know why we it's it's really strange to me of where the sports fans' head is at. Not everybody. Not everybody. But like right away, people started comparing Brock's performance to a performance Joe Montana had. And I'm thinking to myself, that's nothing about that football game that reminded me of Joe Montana. Well, it's just unfair to Brock. Right? No, it's unfair, it's to, unfair Brock. to Brock. It's unfair to Let Brock. But that, that's not being honest. Stuff. That's not being honest, though. That's not being honest. But I sit, I sent out a tweet saying it's okay to praise Purdy while critiquing him. It doesn't have to be black and white when we discuss this play. It's not, hey, Purdy was great, or Purdy was all bad. Purdy had an up and down football game, which he admitted. Lots Afterwards, he was inconsistent. He threw a couple old no throws. Purdy was out of sorts, and then he woke up in the fourth quarter and outplayed Jordan Love when we had to have it. When we needed to have a touchdown, Brock Purdy led us to a touchdown drive. But you can't not look at the first three quarters and say, boy, there was... This is how I watched the game. I was watching the game because, come on, do something. I went, oh, my God, where is he throwing it? Like, that's what people were doing. And then, oh, my God, what a dime to George Kittle. Place is going crazy. Like... I was standing and pacing and kneeling and jumping. and Like, that's how – it's the playoffs. It's the Niners. This is the number one team in right. the market, okay? The first team that taught me what it was to be a winner in this market, and they've been on a 30-year drought. And this team's been knocking on heaven's door over and over and over and over again. And I thought this was the year where the, the, the stars were aligned. And, yeah – that was a stressful Saturday night. Thank God they won. Because you know what I didn't want to do? Oh, quarterback, head coach talk all offseason. Because if you don't think that was coming, then you and I weren't watching the same right. game. Right. No, it was going to be a lot of that talk. But we get to save it off. Our text thread was going God. crazy. But we we survive in events. But Purdy wasn't great. And that's okay. Guess what? Not everything's going to be 350 yards and four touchdowns in a playoff exactly. game. The other team gets paid, too. And the other team doesn't want to have their season ended. And they were on the 49ers game plan. Whether it was more Shanahan or Brock Purdy, it wasn't a pretty game by no means whatsoever. They got outplayed in every phase of the game. Special teams, offense, and defense. But you know what? The Niners were able to hang around, hang around, hang around, hang around, and they stole one at the end. And now they're playing the Detroit Lions next Sunday for the NFC Championship. That's what it is. But we can be honest and say Purdy didn't have a great game because he didn't. You know who had a great game? My son, LJ. All the screaming, all the yelling, getting passed around like a hot potato. Not one cry. No, that's good. Not one cry. That's good. It's, it's good. That guy just skunked you. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm seeing this. In the 81 NFC Championship oh, game, Montana didn't have a great just, game, but, but he came but, through but, at the but, end. But However, though, that was an all-time Dallas Cowboys defense. But, but he, Ain't nobody going to the Hall of Fame for the Green Bay Packer defense. Maybe Jair Alexander. Bonte, Maybe. I was, I, I've been at a lot of playoff games. When the Niners beat the New York Giants come from behind, I didn't run out of the stadium and go, just like Montana in 81. When Colin Kaepernick ran for 200 yards and threw for 300, I didn't run out of the stadium, just like Montana in 81. Right. When Alex Smith had a subpar game, right. but the greatest six minutes of his life at the end of the New Orleans game. I didn't run as a, just like Montana 81. Let these guys carve well, out their own legacies. Well, Stop you know, comparing them to ghosts. Well, I'm getting people tweet me about fair. Super Bowl 23. Super Bowl 23, look at Montana. He almost threw a pick. He also threw for 357 yards and didn't look overmatched as well as he had two Super Bowl rings already in his safe. So Montana deserved a little more leeway during Super Bowl 23. Brock's still a young player. Exactly. Let but it be boy, Brock. but boy, the book is still out on him. We still got to make a decision at some point whether or not he's going to be the long term answer 
for the 49ers at quarterback. We did. That, that's a real thing. If he, if Brock Purdy didn't come through on Saturday, the conversation this morning would have been, well, boy, what do you do? Do you go after Kirk Cousins? Do you alert Tom Brady out of retirement? Oh, what do you do at quarterback? Oh, that would have been the conversation after Saturday's game because of that performance. But but thankfully, he put together a great fourth quarter, and Shanahan and him made sweet music, and, and they won that game. And, and, and Dre Greenlaw came through. you know through. what? Even after the 49ers won that football game, I guarantee you there's some Niner fans out there. What I said. For sure there is. You know what? Jordan Love or Brock Purdy long-term future. Jordan Love's attributes. I bet you there's a lot more Niner fans saying, boy, Jordan Love looked pretty good. And I know it was the fourth quarter in the second ever playoff game, and he threw some bad interceptions. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.